Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Matt Mania Podcast, hosted by Mega Rand, T-Call, Neo X, Rock Knowledge, and me, G1 to the Rescue, is brought to you by Random Beats, the Steel Cage Network, and Geekscape.net. Remember, wrestling is fun, and please keep your shoulders off the mat. And now, the show. Random Beats presents Matt Mania Podcast, the Southwest Authority on wrestling, hip-hop, and everything in between. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Generation X proudly brings to you. Well, anyway, you know the rest. Uh, what's going on, y'all? Greetings and salutations. I go by the name G1 to the rescue. Welcome to 2022, and welcome to episode 203 of your baby mama's favorite podcast, Matt Mania Podcast. We are back. I'm here, of course, alongside my wonderful co-host and belated birthday boy, the homie T-Call. T, what up? Yo, yo, what up? T-Call in the building. Man, T-Call in the building. What's going on? I think we got somebody on the on the YouTube that thinks either one of us a Mega Ran, and unfortunately, we are not. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, it's all good. Right now, we're doing the Mad Mania podcast. This is something that pops in every so often mm-hmm. on Mega Ranch channels, on his stream and Twitch and YouTube and all that. Um, something that he helped create, but we are currently um, carrying the torch for. So sometimes you will see Mega Ran on here, sometimes you won't. But people who you always see is me and G1. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, we definitely got a lot of great content coming soon. Uh, the Patreon will be back up and running in a little while. We're gonna get every we're gonna get everything straight, guys. We got a long 2022 ahead of us. We got a lot of wrestling to talk about, and we're gonna keep <laughs> talking about our tricking people with the beanie. <laughs> you think it's the beanie? So is so I gotta be <laughs> the beanie got make a ran face on it, but his face ain't making my face, face don't look nothing like me. <laughs> But you know what? There was a guy at the light rail station on third uh, that that thought I was Mega Ran on the front on the front of the uh, what's the damn what was he on the Phoenix New Times? Mm-hmm. Remember when he was on the front cover and everybody, everybody he's like, man, he's like, wait, is that you? I'm like, no, I know him, but that's not me. <laughs> what up? What up? What up? Oh man, we are enjoying the hell out of DC, and we're going to talk about that in a second. Uh, first and foremost, guys, uh, the primary reason that we all came out here is, uh, man, to celebrate our brother T. Call, who just made his 37th rotation around the sun. T. how you feeling, man? Man, I'm feeling good. I've had a great time out here in D.C. 
keep telling me I got to get closer to the mic. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me better? I that's ain't got headphones. Yeah, yeah, that's part of it. That's why. Um, yeah, man, I've had a great time in D.C., ate some good food, watched some good wrestling, relaxed, recharged, ready to get back to to business, you know? Six days out here was a good little vacation. Now it's time to, to make, you know, 2022 my bitch, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yes, indeed. I have seen role models. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite phrase. Man. I, say that, I say that phrase all the time to people. <laughs> right, exactly. Same you white, you've been athletic. <laughs> <laughs> you, you black, you make a ring. <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, we got quite a bit to talk about. I think... Um, First thing we're going to get into, as usual, is our favorite segment. By the way, everybody, again, welcome to 2022, and this is episode 203 of the Matt Mania podcast. Y'all get used to this new format in a minute. We'll talk about that later. But uh, first thing we're going to get into is the put over. Well, you know, we like to put over something that is not necessarily wrestling related, but we also like to, you know, give everything its respectable props. And so uh, in honor of the birthday boy, I'm going to let the birthday boy go first. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we had the exact same put over, but I'm going to see what he say anyway. Teak, what's your put over, man? We are not going to have the exact same put over. We're not. Because my put over is Peacemaker. Okay. HBO okay. Max, John Cena. Somebody said you did a good job with, the, with your music. Thank which, you. Which one? I hope. I hope you called G1 to the rescue or make or make a ring. (laughs) I'm like, let's we all do music. Let's clarify that real quick. (laughs) But But yeah, yeah. um, Peacemaker on HBO Max. Um, I watched the first three episodes. The fourth episode dropped while I was out here on vacation, so I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. I might wait until this Thursday just so that I got two episodes to um, watch back to back. But yes, that show is hilarious. Um, it's a rated R comedy action show um, starring John Cena. Um, who's the guy behind it? It's um, James Gunn. James Gunn. There you go. Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Suicide Squad. Yes, sir. The Suicide Squad. That's right. Um, and yeah, um, this is following up after, um, you know, no spoilers, but what happened to Peacemaker in the Suicide Squad and then this is a continuation of it mm-hmm. and yeah man it's um, murderous bloody good fun <laughs> and that's all the type of stuff that I enjoy in a rated R um, superhero supervillain anti-hero franchise whatever you want to call it absolutely absolutely big ups catch to- that on HBO Max right H- now HBO Max right now big ups to John Cena for just expanding his repertoire in the realm of you know, action, comedy, you know, adult type vibes. I think he's done that really well. Um, what was the movie he was in with, with Amy Schumer? Um, what is the name of that movie? Because that's... I was about to say, um, isn't it Sisters or something like that? He's talking about the movie with the two... Yeah, when he, he went selling drugs. Well, no, no, when he no, not that one. That one was funny. We was talking about that, but the, but the other, but the the first kind of adult comedy he was in with Amy Schumer, we was fucking her. Oh, um, should have had LeBron in it. Train wreck. Yeah, train wreck. Train wreck. From from train wreck forward, um, John Cena has consistently delivered 
in yes thank you thank you guys uh john cena has consistently delivered in adult comedies um i definitely you know i definitely tuned in and I, I appreciate everything that's going on so much love check but that I mean, out don't be surprised if you tune in to aw when you can't see it <laughs> oh man that was a good one kind of we'll give him a, we'll give him a bell for that one that was a good you know we in dad joke mode right now right. but anyway <laughs> oh man all right my I'm trying to see what this what he said about peacemaker has surprised me in all, all good ways with the dumb humor is way better than i expected i'm a huge gun fan so it shouldn't be surprising but i'm happily surprised yeah man something just more good stuff from dc you know um i like the direction dc has been taking things and just you know they know that they can't keep up with marvel in the way that they wanted to so just doing a bunch of you know every everything don't have to be intertwined and connected you know yeah suicide squad over here doing their thing not a new batman gonna be over here doing his thing and i heard they're gonna be it's gonna be like multiple batman movies this year starring different people so it's kind of like they're just it's kind of like how they do the comic books there's multiple batman runs of comics at once that's you know so you can pick and choose which one you want to go watch man i'm so ready for this robert pattinson ones because like we were talking about um early we were talking about the other day this is like angry batman angry young batman in year two he whooping ass he don't get no fuck like this is the batman i've always wanted to see (laughs) ben affleck low-key and big ups to ben affleck he gave me a little bit of that i feel like Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. When he went to go rescue Superman's mama, yeah, that was a, that was definitely a, a more ass kicking Batman than I've ever fucking seen in my life. So this new young hungry one. I mean, y'all seen the trailer? Yeah, he's breaking clavicles and shit. Yes, this is what I want to see. <laughs> this is the Batman that they be talking about when they said um, you selling you selling weed on the street and Batman come down and break your wrist. <laughs> he causing more. He causing more bad than good hell right yeah <laughs> hell yeah that's a bad man i've always wanted to see so i'm i'm really excited about this for sure um man you know what my put my put over in all honesty um would have would have to be shit really our vacation and i know it's it's kind of cliche to say that but this is our very first time uh anywhere in the dc metro or well, the dc metro area so the dmv uh, DC, Maryland, Virginia area. We've never been anywhere over here, and for our first experience, I tell you what, DC don't owe us a damn thing. We will definitely be back. I have had probably some of the greatest of times on vacation as an adult. And admittedly, I haven't been on a bunch of vacations as an adult. I've been to a few. Been back and forth to LA a few times, Vegas, whatever. Um, back and forth to Chicago, but this DC shit, this is what was up. Like, man, I did. You know, Teak, I'm sure you can elaborate on that further. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, you know where I'm from, so that was necessary. Um, I, I didn't I never bought a CM Punk when he uh CM Punk shirt when he was um wrestling for WWE. Um I never I never got a chance to get a classic CM Punk shirt, uh, you know, while he was still on the indie. So this was this was perfect. This this was too perfect. Um Teak, I want to kind of start off with your experience, man, because like I said, you were the primary reason that we were all out here, man. So I want to, I want you to kind of kick off the, the DC Love Fest right now. I mean, if you're, um, oh shit, <laughs> I got you, fucking wet ass hotel chairs. <laughs> um, 
if you're if you're put over, it's gonna go straight into hold on, about- hold on on these hotel chairs real quick. <laughs> real flimsy. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, so if you're if you're put over is gonna go straight into talking about DC. DC's been been good, man. It's been cold as shit. <laughs> and um and I keep telling people, you know, I'm from Bro. Detroit originally, so um I'm you would think I'm used to the cold, but I've been in Arizona for about 17 years now. So my body has reacclimated to the weather and you know, a hoodie and a jacket was not enough. I needed five in a glass case of emotion. <laughs> when um when Cat Williams said they got that code that you have to buy your coat there. <laughs> that's that's basically how it feels out here. So um other than that, I mean it didn't snow while we were out here. The weather had said it was supposed to snow, but luckily it didn't. Um it did rain a couple times while we've been out here. And other than that, it's just been cold. But I mean, besides that. Um, good food, good people, um, no issues there. Everybody we talked to has been um, been pleasant. Um, all of the lifts that we've had to take, um, they've known where they were going. They didn't get us lost or no accidents. Um, the wrestling shows were great. Um, yeah, I mean, we yes, <laughs> say it was good. Say it, say it. Um, and <laughs> and just different though than AZ because if we gonna talk about our experience oh man buying drugs <laughs> <laughs> while, while we were out here um, so one of our friends who was out here fellow podcaster Captain Caveman yes sir um, Derek Montia he he went home early he went home yesterday but he was out here for um, part of these festivities. And he said he went to go to a, a gift shop. <laughs> um, is what they call them. And um, he ended up buying a sticker for $100. Okay. Because you have to buy something there and then they will gift you the weed. That's why it's called a gift shop. So <laughs> <laughs> that was his experience. It's... Um, Decriminalized, right? It's what yes. federal, but not well. Not no, it's, it's, def- it's definitely not federal. Oh, it's state. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's state. Uh, state deregulized. Yeah, federal legalization would mean no state would have any issues. Yeah. So, and then the one that me and G one mm-hmm. interacted with, we basically had to go meet him on a corner somewhere. Um, he, drove, <laughs> he, he drove from their spot, and we caught a lift from our spot. And then you know it was like old school drug dealing, you know. <laughs> even even though it was legal, even, like, even with it being legal, we don't know what this dude looked like. We looking around on the corner and stuff like, hey, where he at? Where's you know, <laughs> trying to trying to figure it out? But right, but you know, we made it happen. Right, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happened. So, um, shout out to Noble Gas, and uh, that that's who I now have a quote unquote membership with. So uh yeah man we um they they took care of me and they took damn good care of me and we've been uh we've been we've been safe to say we've been smoking pretty good since uh, since we've been here. I would say so. Yeah. Hell yeah. And then I got I got to show love to um to the good people at WTS uh recordings our, our homie Lady J who's a mutual homie of Mega Ram. Um she took care of us. We pulled up to the lab. 
uh home the homie osiris brought in some some smoke uh we got some good recording done so be on the lookout for a couple of new a uh, couple of new things on the horizon listen i'm trying to tell you they are i'm talking about phenomenal studio phenomenal bunch of folks we had a really good time we was in the lab for five hours with them and and literally it just felt like you know just just we we already knew these things. we was already there you know yep, wreck the system we got the whole squad on the track Ooh, shout out to the wts squad man they they all blessed us with verses man my homie lady j got a got a bar from so it's it's and, official. And they went to go get the tree. And they, they went to you feel me? Like when I say love, bro, like love, 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 love. Internet friends sometimes are, are better than real friends. Who you telling? Who you telling? Here's a good question that came in from YouTube, and I can divert to answer this. If you were a comic book superhero, would you rather be published by Marvel and DC or Marvel or DC? And if so, why? T, I'll let you answer that first. DC, man, because I wanted to be more violent. Mm. I want one of them, one of them dark horse style comics. Yeah, know? yeah. So I know Marvel ain't gonna do me justice over there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to, I have to agree with him. Uh, even despite the fact that I'm probably the the, the biggest Marvel fan, as uh, you know, most of you probably know. Shout out to the the Marvel for the new Silver Surfer Rebirth comic. But um, yeah, I would have to say I would definitely be a DC hero uh, personally just because, yeah, I would need to be able to kind of be unfiltered and unhinged. And I'm, I'm a little bit of an anti-hero in my real life. So I, I definitely got to have that translate. You know what I'm saying? So good question. That was actually fun. I was cool with that. Anybody else got any weird random questions? Hold on, just some more about DC. So yeah. I mean, shout out to Third Eye Comics. Hell yeah. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Much love to the good folks. Third Eye Comics, Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, one of the biggest comic and toy stores in the nation. Um, I, you know, I went and just grabbed a couple of what I call weed reads. I gotta catch up on some of this Eltarian War stuff. Um, with Power Rangers and Mighty Morphin, so I'm I'm really 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 um I was really happy at that place. I got a great uh, Kill Bill shirt too from there. Um, I think the shirt that, the, the shirt that you wearing under that you uh you got from uh, yeah from I got Third a shirt Eye. on right now from Third Eye and just mm-hmm. fuck that's delicious hoodie. Um, I got um another shirt from them. I bought a couple figures from them. Got some AEW figures. Got some um, some Ninja Turtle figures. What did you say that was worth? Super Seven. Super Seven. Yeah, grabbed a couple Super Seven classic uh, villains. Ninja Turtle action figures. Um, got Casey Jones and um, and Mondo Gecko. Um, got the got the Lucha Brothers and um, Scorpio Sky. Yeah, action figures. Um, we bought a lot of shit from AEW too. Oh, so man. I mean. Uh, <laughs> After after talking about what we bought from the comics, yeah, and segueing into what we bought at AEW, let's get to talking about the oh, shows, man. Man, listen. So I kid you not. Um, this was our second AEW show. You know, many of you know back in 2019, we were at the very first Double or Nothing in MGM Grand in Vegas. Um, here we were at uh, what I'm, I guess, from what I understand, is a smaller, uh, newer spot known as the uh, the DC Entertainment and Sports Arena uh, in the hood, actually. But it was still a big enough to to host AEW. Um, they put out a really, 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 really good crowd. And uh, oh yeah, I got them. Uh, matter of fact, here let me see this. 
They uh, the crowd turned out for both nights. No, he didn't say he can't hear. He said I can't hear that sound and not prepare for that. Oh, okay, I, <laughs> I got you. So yeah, um, no man, we we had a really good experience today. AEW uh, first night, of course, uh, the night that we got or the morning that we got there. That night was AEW Dynamite on January nineteenth. Um, we'll get in a little bit of the card. It was AEW Dynamite and also Dark Elevation. Yes, absolutely, and that was one. And that was his first time technically even paying attention to a dark elevation, getting to see it live. And, and like, you know, occasionally when he come over my house, I try to get him to watch dark or dark elevation. Kind of different seeing it live because then you see certain people who you didn't think you were going to see. Right. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, man. Shout out to Mega Ren in the chat. Yes, sir. Big bro. Just making sure we don't screw his brand up. And make <laughs> his followers run away. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Much love. Much love. Man, I've been trying to do. I, literally, <laughs> it's been like that. I feel like now I have to do that. The Let views me... of this show are not the views of Megarine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like once people find out we're, when I'm not Megarine, they gonna they start gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of followers. Uh, a lot of we right got now. a hell of a boy. We thank y'all for rocking They're with like us. Man. <laughs> oh man. Look, okay, so we're going to do the ticker. <laughs> Hold on, y'all. <laughs> I'm not y'all making <laughs> You a different maker? Oh, God. <laughs> okay. I meant to say I'm not making a y'all. LOL. I'm not making a I'm Meg Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh shit. Okay. All right. Now move. Right. <laughs> now we got some more comments. He uh, said we all look alike. You know. <laughs> at this point, we just need to call G one Mega G one. As many people think he's ran <laughs> Mega Ran Variant G one. <laughs> I'm a variant now. I'm about to be Mega. Oh, that's hilarious, man. But anyway, let's let's talk. Let's talk about it. I'll get into the network shows first and then we'll follow it up with with um, with the dark and the dark elevation. Um, First off, of course, Dynamite was the return of Mox. So Mox is back. Uh, You know, he's basically he basically kind of stated his claim. He got, you know, real transparent on us and kind of really was open and honest about a lot of his struggles and things that he dealt with while he was getting better. And uh, he came back looking like Gene Ambrose again. He didn't got lean again. Yeah, he kept saying that he looks like old, um, old Ambrose now. Man, he looked um, like he looked like Dean again, man. And that's cool. And that works for me. I mean... He's, he's, he's got that wiry look again. Yeah, he do. But I liked him when he was thick, you know. When I mean, was, no. I mean, not if his alcohol weight, you know. If yeah. He, if it's from drinking. But, yeah, but if know, it was. A little, a little thicker. Um, a little meaty Ambrose, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Meaty Mox. Meaty Mox. Ain't bad. But now we got we got the lean cuisine. Gene Ambrose. <laughs> Gene Moxley. Yo shout, yo, shout out to our homie uh, Steel Cage Podcast representative, Jonathan Sproul. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he might. 
Jonathan Sprung almost got this kid's ass whooped in, in, in front of us at Rampage. <laughs> we'll talk about Rampage in a minute. Because <laughs> we're we're repeating the, the, the big E, big meaty men slapping meat. <laughs> I was honestly, I was so busy out here enjoying myself. I don't even know what Bully Ray's take on Moxley was. Bully Ray, I, I heard about it and I thought it was bullshit to be honest. Bully Ray was Bully Ray was saying that Moxley should apologize um to the fans to, to the fans for letting the fans down. And I thought that was kind of whack to say. I, I don't think he owes anybody letting them down in what way? By leaving to go get clean? Yeah, I, I I would think that that would be sort of this a is like, somebody from ECW saying that? Yes, this is <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Some, yeah. So everybody don't have to have an opinion about everything. They 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 really don't. They really don't. Um, click on that one. Mm-hmm. No, the fan did not get kicked out. It was just he was he was just cutting a promo. They didn't kick that guy out for real. They did. <laughs> they did take this one fan sign in front of us uh, oh, at Dynamite. Hell yeah! One guy one guy had a sign that says MJF sniffs farts. They snatched that shit so goddamn fast. That was hilarious. Oh man, and uh, yeah, we did see quite a few signs get snatched up or whatnot. But overall, as far as Dynamite, Dynamite was a really good show. Uh, of course, to open it up, we got uh, best friends Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander taking on the Baybays. Uh, Adam, uh, mm-hmm. you you said you caught the MJF sniffs fart sign <laughs> on TV. Maybe that's why they took it down. Maybe it was after they noticed <laughs> that it was on camera. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. He said, yep, it made it. So that guy was right in front of us. He was right in front of us. They were, we were directly behind, dude. So anybody watching Dynamite, you see that sign? We were right behind that guy. <laughs> yeah. so you might catch us. Oh, man. <laughs> that is wild. But hell yeah, man. Um, Again, Orange Cassidy, Chris Statlander taking on Adam Cole. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, which was, wow, I, I, I thought it was going to be a good match, but it was a much better match than I even predicted in my head. It was a lot of fun. I See, mean, I at this point, I can't understand why if you're um, in a relationship, you wouldn't want to be in the same company. You of know? course. Look at Ms. and, Ms. and Maurice doing their, their um, intergender stuff. Look at now Adam Cole and and Britt Baker. It's like, you know, they want to do that type of stuff. Absolutely. Look at, look at me. kissing during the match and shit like that. It's probably getting hot and heavy afterwards. Yeah. You know. Beth and Edge. <laughs> yes, Beth and Edge. Uh, you have you, you seen the meme that was that, that was had the Beth and Edge entrance that was like, when you tell when you tell your husband I left the kids over my house. <laughs> he like. <laughs> and that's why people thought Charlotte was going to leave when Andrade um, left, you know. Mm-hmm. No, that's a that's a rumor. They're they're still together. They they, they, they confirmed that they're still fine. Okay. Um, what's Bullet Club is fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yo, um, yeah, that match was good with Orange Cassidy and um, that's oh, what saying um, Adam Cole. That match was a lot, a lot I of fun. I definitely expected Adam Cole to um to give the Panama Sunrise to. Oh, Chris, so Chris oh, that would be crazy. Like, I was, I was mad they didn't do it. I know <laughs> why, but it's like, come on now. If you're gonna let the girls keep on getting over, like how um, Brett ran in and did the curb stop on Orange Cassidy, then you should be able to let um, Adam Cole right get a Panama Sunrise. Tyoke and Beth did post that. That's exactly it was on Beth's Twitter. That was hilarious. <laughs> But also, I want to let y'all know for for those who 
may not be aware once orange cassidy knocked her through the table oh yeah oh yeah it went down after then that. i was the one who started the you, you fucked up chance <laughs> in the building so we that. kicked that off so thank you matt right. mania podcast bros for that shit right before he got the Got the nut shot, Adam Cole. Uh, and the boom, <laughs> Adam Cole. Uh, next up, following that, uh, I got a chance again to see uh, my one of my hometown heroes, CM Punk, even though it was probably for about a minute, uh, against Sean Spears. Now, of course, obviously, I knew they were going to set it up that way with, uh, with MJF coming out there, being kind of an asshole, and it just being too much distraction. And then CM Punk takes advantage, gives him a GTS, one, two, three. It was over like that, but I don't give a shit. Seeing CM Punk for thirty seconds was better. Than that shit. was that was something that Cap said while we was there. Exactly. He said people might complain that CM Punk was only out there for thirty seconds, but the fans who were in the building got to see CM Punk for thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. Got to see his entrance and whatnot. And if they come to your city and you ain't got the chance to see CM Punk live yet, you gonna complain for the little bit of time you get to see him? Mm-hmm. Are it's, you gonna be Are you gonna be excited because he came out? We ain't know who's gonna be thirty seconds. Absolutely, you're right. And I and I totally agree, Jopium. See, seeing CM Punk is still seeing CM Punk. Blessings to the hometown, big bro, for sure. Um, let me also let y'all know that we got to see Hook on Wednesday. Um, this was this was off camera during during camera break because the the crowd wouldn't stop chanting send hook yeah so then one of the announcers just came out on stage and just brought hook out he said y'all wanted him here he is he just came out with a book bag on eating some chips and um (laughs) and then told us that we'll see hook again on rampage which we did we'll definitely get into that ass whooping in a a hot minute because serpentico got the shit beat out of it was all bad god damn but anyway uh, yeah, man, that was a really, yeah. <laughs> he said, Hook always looks like he's late for class. <laughs> so, uh, the American Nightmare Cody comes out there and Cody gets his pipe bomb on. And if there was one takeaway from that promo that I, that I did enjoy and that I have a personal feeling about, um, when he mentioned everybody's around here talking about the forbidden door, he said, everybody talked about it. Me and Tony Khan were sitting here trying to create it. <laughs> so I, I I got I can't really argue with that. You know what I mean? Like he's just trying to be bring the best wrestlers together in one place. Frankly, I don't blame him. So I was booing Cody during that whole promo. <laughs> the promo was good, but he was still getting booed because he still looked like a white knight to me. <laughs> <laughs> Great promo, but but Cody gotta clean that image up a little bit. But uh he was looking I, I will admit that when he came out he was looking he was looking more like um his brother I said he was looking more more like that and less Klansman mm-hmm. <laughs> and I agree not too many cats can win back a crowd like that he sure in the hell did at that promo and of course uh we seen what happened oh, towards he also the- shouted out um Gunther McGillicuddy oh god <laughs> um listen we I'm anticipating um, the the TNT title match with these ladders involved. I'm ready for that. That's going to be a lit situation. Yeah, less less that. I, I, I totally agree. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Now, we also got to see 
uh, the House of Black and their tag team debut uh, on Dynamite in AEW uh, against well, the before, Varsity Blondes. Before that even happened, didn't he didn't he mention him in his promo? Because he said a guy showing up with the name Brody. Oh yeah, so like, he had that in the promo too. Which before we even saw this, I mentioned that to G One as well. I was like, I wonder if he's going to go by something else now or change his name, Brody King. Remember we had that conversation? Yeah, I mean, maybe you could just go by King or something. It's like it's possible because I mean, hell, Tom, Tommy N didn't change his name until after he debuted in AEW. So he he didn't when he for when they first seen him, they acknowledged him as Tommy N, and then they quickly changed it to Malachi Black. So they could do that. See, now it it, it kind of sucks because they're a um, they're a tag team, and like when we were talking to Marco, so he was saying now they're a tag team they're going to be in the tag team division because it would be dope if they use that as like, not, I don't want to say um, a running joke, but just something to get Brody King and Cody to go at each other because of him saying that lit. about his name. Super lit. You know, I and totally him agree. being in there like, yo, I'm not going to change my name, you know? So if anybody got a problem, or either some dark order people, like if anybody got an issue anybody with me going by Brody they King, can, they can run through the know? dark order, and that would be that. Like just just starting off, just coming in, being the, the hot new tag team. That I would love to just see them just run through each member of the, each member of the dark order, and then maybe run through the best friends. Like it would be dope. Like it would be dope. I, well, I ain't gonna say run through the best friends. I like a lot of the best friends. I, uh, we got to see. Uh, Willie Uter in a singles match. I think that was either dark or dark elevation. And I tell people all the time, don't sleep on Wheeler. Wheeler's dope. And people really got to see firsthand what type of dude he is. But we'll get into that in a minute. Um, we'll get into the worst match of the night. <laughs> oh, man. Let's not try to give this match too much plug. No. Um, Lance Archer versus Frankie Kazarian. Frankie Kazarian. Man, that match. Kid. I wish I had four hands so I could give it four thumbs down. <laughs> that shit was trash. Yeah. Um, and it was just slow when they gave them too much time. They gave them like 12 minutes, 15 minutes maybe or something. It was yeah. just like, even if it wasn't that long, it felt like it. Yeah. You know? um, that match was kind of when everybody started going to the, the, the merch table. Like this. Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> and it was like they did this whole thing where like he got beat up and then they Kazarian came back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nobody cares about Kazarian coming back in this match. Like we know he's not gonna win the match, so I don't care about your little flurry right. that you just went on. Right, <laughs> right. We get it, we get it, and we get it. Zip. Yeah, yeah, and I and definitely agree with that. You know, that's true. That's very true. But see, the thing is, I feel like where where AEW kind of excels a little bit is they find space for everybody to have their own fan base, even if it is, let's say, dark or dark elevation, and a lot more yeah, people watch those, than you think. With those people not really getting paid the way they should be, though, you know, that's the like, but story. they got. But if you want to be there, you can always wrestle on dark or dark elevation. Yeah. And yeah. maybe make a hundred dollars that night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or something like that. But it's you know, more than what it's more than what what, what some indie promotions are offering. Least, they might give yeah, them like three hundred. We don't have those YouTube shows to be able to let people yeah. wrestle on when they don't have TV time. So yeah, and but it, I wouldn't be surprised if AEW have to start letting some people go or some people start leaving because it's not enough room 
and they're not getting paid well enough on the YouTube shows. I mean, Lee, or just doing more indie shows. Yeah, like people are starting to do like, yo, I'm opening myself up. Oh, 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 oh goddamn! Oh. Sorry, y'all. Um, but yeah, like, like they're opening themselves up to more indie dates right. and stuff like that. <laughs> he chopped my microphone. <laughs> Gunther chopped my microphone. Fucking name change. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> right. Mic down. Mic down. We ain't really used to the setup. We're too big around this mic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely. And like Leo Rush, for example, like Leo, his contract is up in February. He's saying he's not in renewed. He already has an indie date set up for. Uh, but he been so back and forth because remember he already had said he retired and wasn't coming back, and then he said, I'm "Then he come came back, back. my contract, right?" And now he's talking about he's still going to wrestle after that. So I don't know knows what the fuck he wants. If to they do. want him to come back in the money, right? He'll come back. Yeah, man. Listen. That's, <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, so we know how bad that that Archer and Kazarian match was. Uh, Sky Blue versus Serena D uh, was pretty deadly. You know, it was it was really just Serena kind of putting on a clinic uh, against against Sky Blue. Um, I got a low key crush on Sky Blue for obvious reasons. If you looked at it from the back, but no, it's it's, it's great. Um, that you know, it was still a good match for what it was, but it was really just Serena D putting on a clinic. If you ask about Leo, he had a contract, right? Didn't right. have to go back and finish it when he got injured. He was already under contract with. Um, AW, I thought. Hmm, maybe. That's a thought. So, so I thought he was just finishing out his contract. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. Oh, you saying all right, all right. Now, and then we get to this really cool main event that we had. Um, I, of course, anybody that knows me knows that I'm probably one of the biggest fans of the acclaimed <laughs> Brian Pumpernem uh, ever. ever I Yo, what's his, what's his name? Who uh, look like him? That's uh, Anthony Bowens. Man, Anthony Bowens looks just like Brian Pumper. I say that all the time. <laughs> hey, Y'all don't know who that is. Just, so just cool. go Google him. We ain't got to say it, but just go Google him. Um, but yeah, bro got him and Max Caster doing the dance. <laughs> I see Jopium already. Hey, we got a raid. Welcome, guys. He said, don't Google them on your work computer. Who <laughs> said that? Put it up Jopium. There. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is Monday. Do not Google them on your work computer. Oh, man, that shit's hilarious, bro. But listen, that... <laughs> Yo, the, the acclaimed are doing a damn thing right now when I say that. Martin Caucus, thank you for the raid. Welcome. What's cracking? Um, yeah, man. Uh, it was the acclaimed versus the team of Darby Allen and Sting, which his first time, uh his first time on on, on TBS in twenty one or twenty two years. So I know oh, that's that. the moth man in here raiding. What up, man? Hey, love the Marty the Moth. What's cracking, bro? But yeah, man, that was really cool. I know, uh, you know, we, we got a little promo from Sting uh, at the end of the at the end of the show when the cameras went off. He was really excited about the whole ordeal, and they put on a really really fun main event. It's, it don't even be about so much of the technicality, but they just know how to put on fun matches that we like to pay attention to, man. And uh, you know, the rap was always a, a great his, time. His rap was his raps is getting better. His raps get better and better and better and better every week. So definitely much love to uh, my man uh, Max Caster, Platinum Max. 
on that note. So so something that I found out after, because so at the end of the show, Tony Khan came back out. He yep. brought Sting out. He brought somebody else out. Who do you remember his name? Uh, Sanjay Dutt. He's a DC native. Mm-hmm. So he talked about DC and stuff. And that was cool. But um, somebody told me that Tony Khan does this at every show that he comes out at the beginning of the show and he comes out at the end of the show. And we're going to talk about that. Rampage, but he did that at that show too. Yes, he did. And I was like, man, this guy is an egomaniac. He's full of himself. <laughs> he's going to he's gonna be like Vince, man. You got to be because he, he comes out and he's like, hey, worship me and then watch my show and then I'm going to come back out and then worship me some more. <laughs> <laughs> he's not just sitting in the back. Hey, Dryson brings up a great point. He says, because Tony Khan is out here fantasy booking like we would if we had Pops Billions. He's like, did you like that that I just did for y'all? Watch this. <laughs> no, definitely. Definitely. Hold on, this yeah, just if like any, that. If any of y'all ever seen the movie Blades of Glory, when at the end of the movie he was playing with the action figures, <laughs> like that's what Tony Khan is doing. He's like, he's Bruh. in his office with the fake wrestling ring and the figures like, this is what I'm going to have Sting and CM Punk do. I'm going to jump off the road through the, through the table. Let's <laughs> Listen, <laughs> this man doing fantasy booking with action figures. I'm sorry. If that's the case, anybody that can run a wrestling promotion like that, I'm going to stay watching your shit. I'm going to stay Because who would have thought it could have been done? It's nothing but pops. That's why people say it's nothing but pops. It's like, I don't know what y'all going to do. I only map out the big spots with the wrestlers. Like, I want you to jump off of this and through here. Every, Every fucking, show, though. The fact, listen, the fact that you can do it every show if he has the capability of doing it every show and he has the talent to do it every show why not do it every show I, i'm sorry i'm just i'm like if you go it's either go hard or go home and then it was also funny because like so at the end of dynamite he brought sting out but then at the end of rampage he brought cm punk out and i was like if he does this at every show i know these guys are getting tired of it like seeing punk is like man i want to catch this jet and go home and he's like no nah, man i need you for like another hour and a half while we talk to these fans man <laughs> especially <laughs> after um especially after um what late leah oh yeah yeah was, yeah um was telling us that some people be leaving right after they match like yeah I'm, I'm out I'm of here. I gotta catch this flight. <laughs> Trying to get home as soon as they can. Yeah. Sting old ass gotta <laughs> gotta stay after hours. Yo, there was a fun. I seen a funny post on Instagram where where Sting and Darby Allen were in a car behind somebody in DC that had the license plate A Dub, and they were at the light. And Sting and Darby got out and walked up to their window and said <laughs> said hi. Was fucking with them. That shit was really cool. Blessings to Sting and Darby on that. That was dope as hell. That was super cool. Um, man, listen, again, Dynamite. He said that's part of the Legends deal. Got to stay, stay for, for the, the post, post show. <laughs> so listen. I got to di- make sure everybody get home safe. <laughs> Sleep up. <laughs> Bruh. So listen, um, yeah, Dynamite, uh, great with the exception of that one match. Great show, top from bottom. At the top of that, we got hold on and then i also want to say mm-hmm. i'm surprised that um because elevation was before that yes and i was surprised how many um people that we didn't see on dynamite but that are bigger names that came out on elevation yes and, indeed. and fought and um because that's where we saw um 
Santana Ortiz. Bruh. Santana and Ortiz fought on um on Dark Elevation. Please please go to please go to my uh, great match. Yes, yes. Please please go Santana to my clinic. Yes, solid match. Go to my social media page. Go to the Mad Mania social media pages. Go to my Facebook page. There is footage of that match up there. Very dope. Very dope stuff. Um, yeah, man. It's, it's a, it's a, it's to this person, we didn't get a chance to see the GCW show yet. That, we, we got oh, we, caught some of the clips. Know some of the stuff that happened, but no, nah, we didn't. We didn't get around to that one. We gonna, we, we definitely were about thinking to. about going, but we didn't make it. Yeah, we were definitely, we definitely like, yeah, we need to though. Like it's it's one of them things. Like that that whole event looked crazy lit, and I can't wait to watch it. I'm definitely gonna watch it when we get back to Phoenix for sure. But uh, you pulling up the car for Rampage? I'm pulling up the car for Dark Elevation, which was the same day as uh, Dynamite. So let's talk about Dark Elevation, which we'll all get to see. Yeah, exactly. We'll all get to see um, later on this evening. Yes, absolutely. We'll all get to see. Uh, Are you saying let them boys get off AEW or no, let, them, let boys them boys get off, get off from like Jericho? On, <laughs> like on TV and let them do their thing. They need to get away from Jericho, Jericho. and them. Mm-hmm. They need to have their own thing. They need to like do LAX over again. They need to work, work, work. I completely agree. It was Rand that introduced me to them. Rand, you remember that day I came over the crib? We watched the Impact pay per view. It was them two as LAX versus the Lucha Bros, and that was my intro. And that was my reintroduction to the Lucha Bros, and that was my introduction to Santana and Ortiz. And that was such a dope match. I mean, yeah, they started off with hot matches with them versus the Lucha Bros and stuff. God and damn. They just got bogged down into all of this. Um, yes. This inner circle, inner circle um, stuff. Because yeah. the inner circle, and once the inner circle and MJF crew split up, and then all they started doing was MJF crew versus inner circle stuff, mm-hmm. it just started getting old at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I can admit when AEW does some bullshit, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yes, free them. Let let them people go. Right, right. <laughs> I, I I do believe the team is called Proud and Powerful. I, I don't know. Pride might be representative <laughs> of something different, but um, hey, let, uh, there we go. There's the update. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Let's get a little bit of uh, dark elevation. Yeah, so t- real quick. so tonight you're gonna see Layla Hirsch versus Brittany Blake. You'll see Private Party versus. Uh, my uh Miles Hawkins and an action Andretti, a lot of jobbers. Brandy Rose wrestles Willow Nightingale. We seen Willow on the way out of the arena. It's beautiful as she is. Blessings to Willow. She a thicky. She purple oof. hair. Looking looking good. Good. Scrumptious. Uh Men of the Year. Uh take a Men of the Year will be in action tonight. And that was a really dope match. Uh yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, that's it's a fair assessment. That's a real fair assessment. And then, um, my apologies, guys. We're going to see Red Velvet tonight. Uh, we'll see Janai Kai, uh, which many of you may know, both on Elevation and on Dark. We'll talk about that in a sec. Santana Ortiz, Thunder Rosa, and Ruby Soho in tag team action versus our girl, Leva, and a partner of her choosing. Shout out to Leva Bates. That's yeah. the homie. Shout out on she She came out, chopped it up with us a little bit. We also got to see a bunch of... Um, a bunch of behind the curtain stuff from where we <laughs> from where we were sitting. Yo. We got to see our this was at Rampage. I know we still talking about Dark Elevation. At yes. Rampage, we had seats that were like you could look to your left and see catering. Right up top. So 
we we kept seeing everybody up there at catering and then once those people up at catering could see that they could see the seats like they would come around there and do dumb shit jo- johnny hungry ass you know, and chris statlander we seen Lance Archer eating catering. I, somebody I seen, said somebody was humping at the crowd. <laughs> oh yeah, that was uh damn. Who was that? I forgot who that was. I feel like that might have been Johnny too. But um, shout out to uh the captain Sean Dean, also a Shot Town original. I I got a chance to big up with him from afar, so that was really cool. Uh yeah, man. They, they everybody was just a lot of fun. You'll see uh you'll see Team Taz in action also tonight. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks versus Matt Seidel and, and Lee Moriarty. Spoiler, and match was fire. Check that out. Found out that Powerhouse Hobbs' birthday was the day after mine. Hey! Yes, much love to Powerhouse Hobbs and happy belated birthday to you, bro. Um, all now, let's get into Rampage right fast. Uh, of course, Rampage is always the shortest show. Uh, only four big matches on the card. Uh, we get to Rampage. Off top, when Rampage officially starts, we get John Moxley in his first match back, taking on all ego Ethan Page, which again was a better match than I lent itself to be in my head. Ethan Page looked as strong as I always expect him to look. I was mad he sent Scorpio Sky back to the bat <laughs> when they walked out. Hey, they was they was one on one. I remember Ethan Page tweeting like, "Hey, this is tonight, and I'm gonna just have to fight this motherfucker." <laughs> But also where we were at, that place wasn't that big and that rampway wasn't that big either. It yeah, was like as yeah. soon as they walked out the tunnels, the the ring was right there. Yeah, pretty much. That's the, that's my favorite type of ring because <laughs> I can't climb up that shit. Uh, but yeah, um, John Moxley, man, uh, of course, you know, he beat. Oh, yeah, he the best big man in AEW, man. When I was looking at Hobbs the other night, I was thinking, trying to figure out if there was anybody else in AEW like him. And then it made me Warlo. ask about, well, um, Cage, Brian, no, Cage, Brian Cage, but yeah, but he ain't in there right now. Yeah, and yeah. they was on the same squad for a minute when they was in there. But yeah, ain't nobody, ain't too many big people like him in there. Hell yeah, man, he the man. Miro, yeah, definitely Miro. He'll be back. All soon. those guys missing, man. Yeah, they met the MIA. We need the big guys back. Um, man, of course, uh, but due to COVID protocol, I think because. Um, our, our homie Rocky Romero tested positive. We did not get the Rapungi Vice versus Young Bucks reunion that we wanted. Instead, yeah, we I got, got one buck. We <laughs> I paid for two bucks, but I got one buck. And we got one of the most fire singles matches I've ever watched. That was uh, Trent Beretta versus Nick Jackson of the Young Bucks. And when I say, listen, that match, I, that match, I, I told people, I'm like, yo, this is gonna be lit. If they, if they got to go hard by themselves, this is definitely gonna be a lit situation. Uh, with of course, <laughs> with of course, Trent getting over. And yeah, that I, definitely caught me by surprise. I let them know that. I never would have thought that he would have um, got him with the crunchy. Mm-hmm, with the crunchy, hell yeah, man. And then of course, as promised, they sent Hook. <laughs> Hook versus Serpentico. We, we got the hook. Hell yeah. I think eventually I as think, they get older, yeah. I would I I think in order to do that, you gotta split the bucks. You have to split the them. first the first few they would have to have would be with each other. Absolutely. Sim- similar to the Hardys. If you could split up, if you could split up Matt and Jeff Hardy on a solo's run, you could definitely split up and <laughs> pay two bucks, get a buck back. Yeah, it was buy one get. <laughs> It was like half off. Oh, shit. (laughs) 
Yeah, man. I feel like if you could break up the Hardy Boys and they've been doing their thing in separate locations, you could definitely break up the Young Bucks. One of them would have to. One of them would have to wear a real uniform, though. Like you would have to see one of them lean up and wear some oh, official wrestling gear. Yeah, they couldn't. Dress, they can't dress like each other. No right, right. So they would have you. Would, you have to have one of them in some real gear. That would be dope. And then lastly, we got to see another chocolate tree. Wait, we didn't even talk about Hook. And oh, Hook. we didn't talk about Hook. I'm so sorry. Uh, Sir Pentagon comes out there. No Luther. Uh, does his thing, streamers and all, and this is following Hook. You know, we sung uh, Action Bronson loud as hell. Man, Hook just crap. beat him up while he was tied up in all of his. <laughs> soon as he hit his streamers, he got worked. He looked like Spider Man fucked him it up. Do. I said that. I was like, why he looked like Spider Man bust all over when he was just in there with. <laughs> streamers and everything oh man Rand said whose face and, and whose heel as far as the Bucks uh, after after this match that I seen with Trent Beretta I would have to say Nick Jackson over as a baby face I, he, he, he would be dope he would be a fire baby face he would fire baby face I would say that Hell yeah, but yeah, man. With, uh, with the with the Bucks in the new day is different because it's like so. Good let's point. Do, let's do some math real quick. Good point. Quick maths. <laughs> the young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega was able to go heal while the young Bucks wasn't. Okay. Remember. Okay. So because it's three mm-hmm. with the three new day, you still got the tag team together and one guy somewhere else. I don't think you can still have them as a crew supporting each other because it's only two if they were to split. Hmm. You feel me? Hmm. You got to have more than just two people. When it's a, when it's just a pair, you split them up, then they feud. You can hmm. split a group up and still keep the group together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's Matt Mania math. That is fair. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> no, good shit. Good shit. And that's a great... Standing kind of Hashime. Yes, the red rum is what is what his version of the Taz mission is uh <laughs> is referred to as. And he practically hung him with that thing. That shit was deadly as hell. And then, you know, QT Marshall came out there, said his piece, and then he got suplexed on the stage. <laughs> so that was the whole thing. So blessings to Hook. We got to yeah, see my man. man I know, um, I know Taz got to be so excited oh, about man. how how quick Hook then got over, and just like you said, when he when he slammed QT on the ramp and just stepped over, walked over there, man. He gave him the AI step over. <laughs> yep, and then um, and you just see Taz over there laughing. Hell you know? yeah, man! Nah, he's he's phenomenal. Hook is dope, man. And uh, last but not least, we got to see the chocolatey treat of all chocolatey treats, uh, the TBS champion. That bitch, Jade Cargill, and I use that in all the most positive queening ways that she uses it. God, Jade was out there looking good, doing a damn thing. Looking good, smelling good. No, he wasn't that close. I wish. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Looking like she was smelling good. One of them would definitely have to cut their hair. I said that too. I'm like, one of them would have to get a fade or something. Oh, so do they do a hair versus hair match? Yes, please. To, to, for the few? Young Bucks hair versus hair match. Yes, absolutely. I completely agree with that. One of them cut their hair, changed their outfit. You can definitely tell them apart. It's funny because the Naturals did that. If anybody remembers the TNA tag team called the Naturals, um, they dressed alike, they looked alike, and then once they separated, you had... Yeah. <laughs> Hair too thick, nigga. Not too thick. He thinning. 
Hey, you that's and cut it off. You gotta do the Baron Corbin. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Gotta do the Baron go. Corbin. Let that shit go. But yes, Jay on fire as always. Her and Anna Jay, which also I take nothing, I take nothing away from Anna Jay. She's nice. Uh, listen, that was a, that was a dope match. That was a dope treat. Uh, you know, Jay, that was out there beating on folk. Yep. Oh no, I know. We're uh, it's behind me, but we'll be we'll be done before that even. But it even becomes a thing. Um, but yeah, more importantly, <coughs> of course, y'all know that Jay retained her title. And she looked good while doing it. And that's all I cared about. <laughs> Rand said that that um listen to MJF promo talking about his hair, that's how he tells them apart now. Because <laughs> he mentioned one day hair is thinner than the other. <laughs> that's funny. I have to start paying attention now because I ain't even think about that until recently. I could actually be able to tell them apart. So, <laughs> good call, big bro. But yeah, man, that Jade match. Um, mm-hmm. She got jaded. Yeah, yeah, Anna Jade got jaded. She got faded. She got faded. She got put on up motherfucking face. <laughs> and it was a done deal. But yeah, it man. Was, um, 25 and 0 right now. 25. No, 25 and 0. 25 and 0. 25 and 0. That, putting up Goldberg numbers. That bitch is still champion. <laughs> as I like to say. And she'll be champion for a while. Who do you think will take the strap off of her? I don't know nobody that they've built up for that. Because, I mean, they don't want to call it the secondary strap. But, you know, it ain't it ain't the world title. And it ain't the so, Britt ain't worried about her right now. So, Rand said nobody. Nobody's taking it from her. <laughs> yeah. Correction, Jopian. We got 76 viewers. And we, lo- and we love each and every single one of y'all for joining us. We're actually going to get off this thing in just a few. I want to run through the AEW dark card for tomorrow. I would like to see somebody like, um, shit, what's, um, hmm. chick from WWE do this. Oh, um, um, what the, what's my girl name? Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler. Yeah. She like in and out right now. She ain't really doing nothing. If she left WWE and came to AEW, yeah. I'd like to see her just come in and like punch Jade in the face. Yeah, Shayna, Shayna Baszler tough as hell. Yeah, she, <laughs> she tough. And she's a woman, I, I don't think she's, she's a woman of color of some standpoint or is she? I'm not sure. I don't know what her race it is. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta check into that. But yeah, it would just be cool because yeah, Shayna, you know, or, or you know, Come in from behind and um and put her in like an ankle lock or something. Put yeah, her in some submissions. Do that thing. Do that thing where she bend up the, the hand and the elbow and step on that. <laughs> so then you will have like it'll be like strength versus skill at that exactly. point. Exactly. You know, you. Yes, absolutely. But tomorrow on Dark, just a couple of spoilers, guys. You're gonna see um the bunny uh beat Erica Lay. We're gonna see Aaron Solo. Uh, go over against Sonny Kiss, which Aaron Solo has perfected that pedigree of his. It looked pretty good. Sonny did his thing, or her thing, pardon me. Uh, Are you giving out spoilers? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you know, for those that don't. Some people don't be watching. I thought he was only telling the wins of stuff that already played. I didn't know he was telling. Well, just well, just a few. I ain't going to tell all of them because they have a lot of matches on Dark. The Dark card for Tuesday, you're right. I'm not going to spoil the whole thing because that Dark card for Tuesday is crazy. So I'm going to just go through the card. Daniel Garcia in 2.0 um, has some enhancement talent that they were fighting. Uh, Abaddon in action. Uh, we've seen a slightly better Lance Archer match. Uh, Hobbs and Lee Johnson, you'll see that. Uh, Layla Hirsch uh, again and Janai Kai again. Uh, we got Gun Club versus Dark Order, 10, Alex Reynolds, uh, Alan Angels, and Even Noodle. Yeah, that was good. That was fun. Uh, Dante Martin and Tiger Style, Lee Moriarty versus 
Uh, oh, I'm sorry, and Matt Seidel versus Private Party and the Butcher. That was cool. Um, Penta El Zero Miro uh, versus Wheeler Yuta, which again, fire. Fire. Watch that match if you want to see two guys really do their thing. Wheeler Yuta showed that he can go up against the best. That was a solid match. Shout out to Wheeler and shout out to Penta on that. Uh, he got the figure now. And then Jungle Boy versus Nick Camarado. You'll see all of that. Tuesday. Apples. Apples. <laughs> For those of you that watched. For those of you that watched. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I think it's gonna be happening soon though. But um, but yeah, man. Uh, great stuff all the way around. AEW was really bringing it for us for this to be their two network shows and their YouTube tapings. I had a good, I had just as good as a time as I did going to double enough. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, so I actually said after these two shows was up, I think on Saturday, I had said, oh, man, it's such that we don't have no more wrestling to, to go to or to watch. And that's a even surprise. Though, even though while we were here, we were saying that it was good we only had two shows. Brand knows normally we bouncing around from show to show. Absolutely. And get tired and you just get worn out and all that other stuff. So if we don't get to see the whole shows because you're trying to catch something else. But we just went out here, we watched these two shows. But honestly, like I could have went to a wrestling show Saturday or Sunday. Hell you know? yeah, man. Um, as long as it was good as these was, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I also understand, you know, I haven't got a chance to get around to watching Dynamite or Rampage on TV to see what everybody else saw. But being there is going to be a different experience. Of course. So for people that saying that those weren't good episodes or anything like that, it's like if you were there, I'm sure you would be having as much fun as we had there. I guarantee you. And then, as I said, afterwards, you had Tony Khan come back out. You brought CM Punk out mm-hmm. um, to close the show. And then um, CM Punk um, got to talking about Hook. He said, oh, he mentioned um, Hook was in the back um, eating smoking chips and weed. High. He did say that. Oh, when I started the smoking and weed chat. started the smoking <laughs> weed chat. To which um, CM Punk said, I'm straight edge. And then um, he said, I guess I guess that's my fault. I started that, huh? <laughs> By talking about him smoking weed. But then he also said, you know, that he's also um, pro. pro weed being uh, legal. So, so shout out to straight edge CM Punk saying he hopes that weed gets federally legalized. That's dope. DC. That's dope. Everywhere. So well, that, yeah, but just yeah also here. absolutely. So I, I got to I got to give him props on that. He understands like that's really dope. Man. But anyway, guys, we have been with you for a solid hour. So we gonna make like newborn babies and head out this beat. I got a question for y'all. Y'all hit us up on Twitter or the Matt Mania Instagram. Let us know who do y'all think any surprise men's rumble entrance are gonna be. I know we've got some women named for surprise entrances. Who do you think is gonna come in for the guys? Maybe Jonathan Gresham. Maybe like Rand said. Maybe um, Jericho. Maybe. Um, Cody Rhodes, since he supposedly may not be under contract anymore, does that destroy the um, Forbidden Door? If he comes over from AEW, wrestles one night in WWE. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen, if if it happens, I would dig it. Gresham would be dope. I mean, Gresham, um, he's he's freelance right now. They said that, you know, he's he's um, conducting his own business until Ring of Honor comes back. So. Yeah, Terminus is, is doing his thing, but definitely um, though he said the women need it more so. Yeah, I agree. We could definitely use some run-ins from other ladies, that's for sure. 
Um, but yeah, uh, Peter Avalon being uh, his AEW contract expired, man. I mean, blessings up to Peter. I hope he fi- I hope he either renews it or finds something soon. But um, yeah, that's the homie. So uh, much love to Peter Avalon. We hope he sees some work soon. And with that being said, we're hour and two in, and we about to get a body. Hell no. Yeah, I hope not. God, I hope not. No. no, no, not that hot dog condiment colored fuck. No, Gresham would be solid. Yes, absolutely. No Hulk Hogan on that. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's the episode. Damn. Ain't calling no no. I know, I know. You right. <laughs> we just gotta say, hey, we don't name it after the song. Dynamite in the DMV. Yes, sir. Which no no. <laughs> Hell yeah. But um man, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Uh me and T gonna continue to be the flag bearers for Matt Mania Podcast going forward with some special invited guests rotating around, including our lead book of Mega Ram. Blessings to him being in the chat, helping us push this thing forward. He's always invited to do a run in. Always, always invited to do a run in assist. I want to I want to see what his new finisher is anyway. So uh blessings to you guys. We're going to get up out of here. We're going to be heading back to Bird City. So we got new episodes of Matt Mania on the horizon over the next few weeks. So definitely be ready uh, on behalf of myself and the belated birthday boy, T. Carl. The villain. The, the villain. Franchise, the T. franchise. Paul. Again, blessings to WTS who showed us a lot of love out here and watched the, the Washington Plaza Hotel for your accommodations and DC as a whole. You owe us no money. Shout out to best, shout out to Buzz Boys and Poets. Shout out to, I mean, we we could go all oh, day. Hill, what, what? Hill Press Barbecue. Uh, Hill Country Barbecue. Hill Country Barbecue. Shout out to Hill Country, um, man. I had my birthday dinner at Zatania. Zatania, turn up, man. Uh, Nando's. N- Nando's, listen. Lemon Herb Chicken. That have. Why? Why? Shout out to Why Why. Listen, we love DC and we will be back soon. It is G1 to the rescue. It is T Call. It is your baby mama's favorite podcast, Matt Mania. And we as good as gone. And no, we didn't get Ben Shook, bro. <laughs> but we out. But we out. <laughs>
You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 